Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, Z Nation fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Z Nation After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're talking about Season 5, Episode 8, Heartland. We're going to be breaking down the episode, and guys, it is a full house in the studio tonight. We've got a lot of special guests. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz I should have been a cowboy. I never thought, for some reason, it never occurred to me that Z Nation would ever give us, like, a zombie sort of rodeo situation where we had to literally (laughs) rustle up some zombies. We've heard of them, and we've had Western episodes before, so really, it was only a matter of time. Once it happened, I said, yes, this is the quintessential Z Nation episode. It was perfect. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the Z Nation After Show. Uh, Let's not waste any time. Let me go ahead and introduce my fantastic panel. I'm Megan Salinas, and to my left is Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. To her left, Michelle Cullen. Hey, what's up? And joining us in studio, three very, very, very special guests. We have at the... I almost said the voice of, because I'm used to doing animation shows. We do this for animation so often. We have (laughs) Anastasia Baranova, who plays Addie on Z Nation. She's also the voice. She does the <laughs> acting the and the she body. does the voice, which is incredible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, and to her left, she had we have Ben Whitehair, who played Finn yeah. in tonight's episode. And we have the sinister Pandora, Lydia Hurst, joining us for the first time as well. Although I look a little different now than I do on the show. Thankfully, I do have a full face. <laughs> I was going to say, the hair is beautiful tonight. Thank you. Yeah, we have a good-looking couch tonight, guys. Yeah, Shout out to all you podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> if you could see it, you'd like it. We all have Instagrams. There will be photos. For sure. Also the truth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thank you guys so, so much for joining us tonight. Uh, what did we think of tonight's episode? I mean, it's my first episode, so it's definitely Aww. my favorite. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. But I've actually, I've known Anastasia for seven plus years now. We've been really close friends, so it was really, I mean, it was a treat to get to work with one of my friends. It doesn't always happen when you're when you're acting. It's like a bunch of strangers who become new friends. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was super good, Lydia. What, yeah, I mean, it? I loved it, although the whole time that I was watching it, I just sort of was having these flashbacks of how <laughs> hot it was, and I honestly, I was telling Ben earlier, I'll never forget, like, on the first day of filming this episode, when we're out on the location, oh because people God. don't realize I was still in my head-to-toe latex underneath that, all yeah. of mm-hmm. the denim, and the reason that we had to do that is because we made Whoa. the tragic mistake of only putting me in the turtleneck at first, which it's one thing when you're head to toe, you're sort of like sweat boxed in, everything's contained. But in the beginning, for a few hours, they had me in just the turtleneck, and then basically a river of sweat just started running <laughs> oh, no. down my pants. And so when Anastasia came out the first time, we're in the middle of nowhere, and she's like, 
oh yeah I know it's, it's crazy out here you peed your pants and I was like <laughs> and I was just like oh this is, I mean I'm, I'm very relieved and flattered and amazed at just how non-judgmental you are and I love you for this like no I did not pee my pants but like thank you <laughs> It's nice to know that you're in a very welcoming yes. safe space. We're working long hours. We're wearing an entire latex suit. Who wants to get out of that thing? Oh, it's fine. Oh, God, you poor dear. No. Then do you remember at one point you like took your, what was it, your boot or your what? Oh, my gosh, yeah, because when I was in the head-to-toe oh, latex, finally boy, the only place like where this. it could escape was through my feet and my boots where the, the latex ended at my ankles. And so I was in the car with Russell and Nat, and I just I felt so bad. It was like an, a scene from a cartoon where I turned my boots upside down, and it just sounded like buckets of water. And that was just one boot. And then I went and I took the other boot out and started pouring it out, and they were both like, is that, is that sweat? That, that's from you? No, no, don't worry. What? I paid my <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. But I thought it was yeah. a great episode. It was. Yeah. 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 I thought so it was, it was hot a, for filming. Yes. A very <laughs> this is what we suffered for you mm-hmm. people to enjoy. Yes. I we think, appreciate A that. very good episode. Well, I love watching summers. it because it was so much. I mean, I was sort of in the corral with the zombies, mm-hmm. but there were so many more moments that I enjoyed watching on screen with you guys where it was so heartfelt and so emotional. And just watching it made me want to cry because there were these instances that I didn't really get to see. I was mm-hmm. in the background and I was doing my thing in the corral and shoving people but like these heartfelt moments it was really amazing yeah it was it's one of those you you touched on uh, a scene out of a cartoon this is for me this is exactly what i think of when i think of z nation cartoonish moments kind of paired with um some moments of genuine heart and warmth and in some cases tragedy uh and then you throw in a cliffhanger ending at the end there and you have yourself a z nation episode right so you, have yourself, yeah. you have yourself a z nation season finale what did you think of tonight's episode i enjoyed it very very much i would have to say my favorite moment for the light-hearted portion was the moonshine and 10 came yeah. down yeah, yeah. and just thinking of those comical it's almost cartoonish moments uh just the effects chosen for for doc to have the steam come out <laughs> okay so i've seen all the episodes of zinish right you guys have seen a lot of the episodes of zinish <laughs> all of them excuse me right. <laughs> right. i don't want to assume but it looks at me while it's happening, and I'm like, we've never done this before. Like, this is new even for us. Because he goes, mm-hmm. did that, like, actually happen? Or was that, like, ooh, in Doc's imagination? And mm-hmm. I was like... I had that moment watching it. I was like, that's not that's not what you do. <laughs> and then I watched it a second time, and I was like, no, that's what you do. <laughs> Only Z Nation yeah, could do that. I, I just, and I think that's... You know what? That's a good point. I, did, I watched it, and I went, we earned it. <laughs> you people know what we were doing, okay? We yeah, we get to have a fun gag, all right? So I feel like it's one yeah. of those moments where if they hadn't done that, Russell could have sold it perfectly well. But doing it just adds that it's that cherry on the top mm-hmm. that pushes it over. Yeah, that's right. If anyone can do it and pull it off convincingly, it's going to be Doc. It's going to be Stephen Beck. Oh, <laughs> it'll curl your nose hair. <laughs> 
Well, uh, for all of you guys watching live, Katie's got you covered on the live chat. And if you guys have any questions for our fantastic guests, you guys can also, if you're following along on Twitter, use the hashtag ABTVZNation. Uh, before we get into the episode, we have a quick announcement for you guys. I keep forgetting that we have this. It's not like we do it every week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channels, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be, because they're optional. However, they do let you know when we go live, so perks. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us to be the ESPN of TV talk. You guys are the best. Like we, we said, we, we live on the animation channel. So. This is the closest I get to sports. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm an esports person, so I'm not sure if it's closer or oh, further away. Rodeo is a sport, and we gave you the, the <clears throat> animation with the moonshine. You did. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. We're covering all the bases. <laughs> all the bases. We're on every channel. Every single base. All of them covered. Um, I feel like it should have been a episode. Western musical. That would have just been <gasps> even <gasps> one step like, further. Paint your wagon with. Cue the Toby Keith back up. <laughs> I did Oklahoma in high school. I was yeah, in that show. Did. And I Who are you? Uh, I was Cord Elam. And I got an extra scene because I actually grew up on a ranch, so I actually grew up as a cowboy. I was a bull rider and a roper. So I was very excited when I learned that I might be able to rope a zombie. <laughs> to do that growing up. Uh, but so I my cowboy skills have gotten me extra work as an actor starting with Oklahoma in high school I got an extra scene where I got to rope a stool and I've now improved and got nice. to rope a zombie so that's pretty exciting <laughs> zombies what's My next God. an Oscar your favorite thing that you've gotten to lasso <laughs> out of everything mm. out of everything I'm gonna assume it's a zombie I'm go with a zombie yeah also the zombies were much more tame than cows, frankly. <laughs> Especially once Charlie gave them the brain, like they calmed down. Cows, cows are pretty surly when you rub them. Surly. I mean, surly you look into their eyes; it's just vacant, black, dark. I wouldn't trust a cow for sure. Cows are what actually not that bad. What do cows do to you? Yeah, wow. You I don't want to talk about it. Sheep are the worst. Sheep are awful. Because they're dumb and they're obstinate. I believe that. Cows are dumb, but they like they don't care. Like whatever, feed me. Like I'm just chilling. <laughs> Sheep are dumb and like they're just the, so so angry and they don't like anybody and they won't follow directions. I feel like goats are good though. Goats can be okay. They're better than sheep. Probably depends on the goat. Goats right. are garbage disposals. <laughs> they also well, climb trees. They do. Yes, they do. And climb some trees. of them scream. <laughs> to bring it back to the episode, <laughs> we start with internet videos. <laughs> I, I did want to ask because it does start with this very heartfelt moment of like talk, trying to teach 10K about like the internet and internet. Just, like you, you must have seen this. The cat. And I did want to mm-hmm. ask if you guys could preserve any aspect of the internet after the apocalypse. What would you want to keep? Oh, the terrible, terrible memes. <laughs> but like, there are so not. many memes. I know. You didn't say I had to pick one. I just want to keep ridiculous meme culture. And think <laughs> about what meme culture would be like in the apocalypse. 
Just, just think about that. <laughs> Michelle, what would you want to keep? I, there's just so many things, but I think my gut reaction is to say save all the dog compilation videos of them doing silly things. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, in the in the apocalypse, would Amazon still work? Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> it would be staffed by talkers. <laughs> <laughs> Customer service would only be slightly worse. <laughs> two year shipping. Right. Yeah. Two oh, year yeah. shipping. Yeah. <laughs> Three, two year shipping. <laughs> I, I'm torn because part of me would want to keep like Wikipedia or something so I could stay, you know. Both stimulated, educated, and learn how the hell to survive in an apocalypse. Um, but also, I mean, just yeah, funny YouTube videos <laughs> might keep me sane enough to like stick it out. <laughs> Does Spotify like offline still work? Oh, interesting. Ooh, you could keep point. it. Like, if you assuming that like everything you could keep that you it. ever like downloaded to it like offline mm. uh, but then the internet but the point is we, no, there's no electricity anymore so we really you can't need like access. solar charging panels <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. Exist. in Those which exist. case memes <laughs> yeah just memes you're right it's just comedy I would do personally I would do YouTube um, DIY videos because I don't know how to do anything and I feel like in the apocalypse knowing how to do things is important there is, there is this one really amazing guy and I wish I knew what his handle was and I've seen his YouTube videos he's like a survivalist in the forest and he goes out and he will he just goes into the forest and he builds his own huts floor to ceiling and like he'll build a hut to then be able to make like the pottery that he wants to make in the wood from the mud that he forged it's fascinating I'll, I'll find the handle and send it to you guys it's a terrible yeah. story because I don't know what it is so I can't really finish it there's this thing on the internet <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, this guys. Guy does this is it like Bear Girls 2.0, basically? <laughs> That's basically what he is, oh but he's God, this really so young excited. guy. I want to watch it. Oh, but this wait. is extra content, then, because then we'll have something else in the hashtag for people to uh, check out after yes. they've finished listening. <laughs> I also think Craigslist should exist. <laughs> um, I realize I already said I was going to say Craigslist, like, <laughs> apocalypse misconnections. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I was thinking of, like, the couch surfing aspect. Aspect of it and just finding resources, but I love that. Besides so getting chased by a swarm of Z's, if you're still alive, find me. Baker needed for biscuit. I think someone selling biscuits but refuses to meet with anyone anywhere. Where are you, the North Pole? No, really. Well, speaking of misconnections, that's how we sort of get introduced to Finn. Is that he? Indeed. Yeah, he and we met on Craigslist. <laughs> So, yeah, you guys mentioned that you've known each other for a couple of years. Is this the first time you've gotten to work together? Mm, we've done some voiceover work together. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time we've gotten to be on camera together, yeah. yeah. Oh, that mm. must have been fun. It was super cool. It was super cool. And, I mean, I've known, uh, I mean, I had, like I said, I've been friends with Anastasia for years, so I've known from when she booked the show through all the different seasons and everything, and so it was really a treat to be able to come in and be a small part of the Z Nation family, and and as an actor, it's just such a treat anyway. Like, everybody was amazing. I had so much fun on set. Everyone was so it's easy to work to, with. It's a fun show to, like, pop in and, on, like, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everybody was just so kind and welcoming and made all the better that, like, I get to hang out with my friend. Yeah. That's super cool. And Ben was um, at the top of my, like, 
list of people I want to get on the show. Um, listen, I actually ended up finding an email that I'd sent to our casting director somewhere in season two when we had, you know, like a lot of episodes that had guest stars. And I was like, hey, I don't know what's, you know, coming down the pipeline, but like if you ever see anything for like this person, like he's really great. I'd love to have him on the show. Um, and this was really funny because he shot me a text and he was like, hey, are you in town maybe to run lines it's for this show Z Nation? <laughs> the character's Addie. And I was like, I'm obviously already up there, but we like worked it on FaceTime. But he like really, bo- like you really booked that job. Because it's really funny because I was like, mm, I get it. You just call people and then they get jobs. But it's really not. Like they, you still have to audition. They still have to do a good job. Like I told everyone, hey, watch out for this tape that's coming in. But, like, you, yeah, you still just had to rope that on in. Was- and he was like, you were really made for it, too. Like, it literally, like, the breakdown was like, really great guy. Horse riding. Da, 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 da. And I was like, so literal Ben Whitehair. Yeah, it, was, it was a pretty close fit. It was <laughs> nice. But it was fun, too, because I did. I, get, I, I got to, like, work through the scenes when I was reading the audition sides. I was like, oh, my scenes are with Addie. Oh, that's really convenient. That's great. <laughs> FaceTime, watching the makeup chair. Oh, I haven't this episode yet. Look what's happening. How cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Aw. Like, yes, I die and then I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, touching on that, like, you guys go through a little bit of a journey in this episode. Finn oh, goes through a <laughs> journey. Uh, it's a lot of ups and downs because they go through so much trouble trying to save him. Yeah. And then in the end, he gets, you know, jumped and yes. ends up dying Sorry. anyway. My bad. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> this guy. Not cool, Lydia. Not cool, Lydia. Toad's not cool. I mean, he's not, re- he's dead, but he's, like, still there, so. I think she's just you're better. But did you do anything to prepare for your death scene? Because it's, it's not quite, like, the typical death scene. It's, it, there's still a lot of that, like, underlying fear and uncertainty, but death's not really the end anymore in sort of the new world that uh, mm-hmm. the apocalypse is sort of turning into. I loved that moment. Oh, yeah. Asking about the white light and you saying it doesn't, I don't think it works that way anymore. Yeah. Well, uh, (laughs) I didn't die to prepare anything, but. (laughs) It's a real method actor. I read a lot of Camus, like a real existential. Um, A couple things. One, uh, it was really fun to be on this, like, zany zombie show and have all these really sweet moments throughout Mm -hmm. the episode. Like, we have a scene of like reconnection and then you know at the end and all the stuff and so like as an actor it was really gratifying I'm like this is like look, I get to do it like this is what I this is like why I'm an yeah. actor is for this stuff get to do uh, acting and because I'm Anastasia so well and she's so wonderful it, it makes it that much easier because the connections like there's just already that level of comfort and so it's like yeah like I was doing I, a lot of acting I, <laughs> I do love Anastasia that's mm. so why for my part uh, I care about her. Uh, and so that made it that much uh, easier to do. But I also think, you know, in, in the world of what they're up to, it's like it, there is a lot of unknown, you know, and that scene of like if it's not, if it's if it's shitty when I die, like you gotta... <laughs> <laughs> that, which I think speaks into like 
incidentally, the reality of Z Nation, that's like, like, that's always been our thing, right? Is I actually think this is the closest to what it would end up looking like. Like, it would just be a weird time. I think what's happening with her is not a stretch. Like, I really get Pandora's no. whole deal. You know what I mean? Well, so, I think like, Pandora just thrives in the apocalypse. She's yeah. she was always she's a just horrible person <laughs> and always just kind of sociopathic. So this is just her environment and she is thriving in it. Chaotic like, evil. Yeah, is that like the, your your bit of backstory with her that she was always like tipsy turny and like the apocalypse that word just hit her. I mean that's kind of what I played her as and figured she was. Where it's like you know she always sort of was very superficial, um, narcissistic, and obviously maybe moderately borderline sociopathic. <laughs> and this is just like yeah, the perfect environment for somebody <laughs> like her. She she really thinks that she can rule this new earth, not just numerica, but like everybody and anyone that gets in her way, which I'm sure everyone's figured out at this point. I'm gonna try to stop them. <laughs> So when the yeah. world ended, she was it. like, Christmas came early! Basically. <laughs> and stayed. <laughs> well, and she obviously would have still been alive for a good long while because she's a talker. So she didn't die until after the Black Rain. So obviously something happened to her. We, we haven't quite figured out what that is yet. But there is a reason why she wears the mask and why she's in that head-to-toe latex all the time. Death is a, a little bit of more of a recent development for her, then. Yes. Go, what a go-getter, though. She's not going to let that slow her down. No. 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 I feel like her death was hilariously violent. <laughs> yes, I would I would agree with that. Yes, I do not think she had a pleasant death, but she powered through it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you're not going to stop me. Basically, the hilariously violent is only appropriate for Z Nation. <laughs> it's so it's uncomfortable. I mean, I play enough Dungeons and Dragons that it's applicable in other places too. But yeah, I, I always think like Evil Dead, <laughs> right? yeah. hilariously violent. Yeah. Uh, but for talking about Pandora, uh, yeah, she. there was a moment where I was taken aback, and that was the moment where her mask was on the ground, and right. she had to scramble for it a little bit. So, yeah, do you, uh, would you be able to kind of walk us through sort of the, the makeup process that it takes to, like, get into the costume yeah. and the makeup yeah. You know, it mask. didn't actually take that long because they only had to put makeup on half my face. So that was, actually- <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty great. Um, yeah, they just kind of, you know, put white foundation on and painted my lips on, added some lashes. And then um, for the most part of the season, they glued the mask on. Um, and then towards the end, when we actually had to start doing the gags where the mask was coming off and doing things or when it was too hot, we had to start using magnets to keep it on. Um, and that's what we had that episode because it takes, I think the longest thing was removing the mask when it was glued on. Um, so at that point I did have the magnets on and eventually people will see what's under the mask. How did magnet? How did the magnets work? <laughs> so how, in the mask, there were like little holes embedded inside and then magnets that smoothed it out. And then on my face, they just literally glued kind of, okay. down magnets to my skin. And then... It's oh, yeah, and then okay. it just sucked right on. I was just wondering cool? where the face magnets were in that equation. Like, they were just like all over my face. <laughs> They're inside my skull. <laughs> I can't commitment. go the TSA anymore. Yeah. Metal detectors. Commitment to the craft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did travel by train now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, talking about Pandora, uh, do you do anything in particular to get into character? Because she has a very deliberate way that she speaks and carries herself. Well, you know, what's funny is I didn't... 
you know, I did the makeup and I had sort of like the bald cap put on and then I would pull the wig over, but like I never really looked at myself in the mirror. So I didn't actually know for like the first few episodes how creepy I looked and how weird it was. It wasn't until I came back like in the middle of eight when I finally saw what I really looked like and I was putting, because I don't know if anyone noticed, this was Pandora going incognito, so my mask was a little different this time and the hair was slightly more disheveled. Um... And that's when I actually sort of saw stills, images, and a little bit of playback of how I looked. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I really I, – I don't know how I've been playing this, but, like, I did not realize just how creepy I was. Like, I sort of thought I was being a little bit funny and sly. And instead, I was coming off, like, super weird and creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we all kind of went, and villain. <laughs> I feel like some of that humor – kind of shown through in this episode though because she is incognito right. and she she's a little bit out of her element like completely out of her element still and trying going to according to plan and work you know rodeo lingo into her <laughs> bad girl vibes which did not I really just work. when her henchman started singing you're just like I'm going to kill you <laughs> <laughs> I will spare no one just when we were chatting about this last night I think you gave the best description of it that uh, she and her henchman essentially became Team Rocket for an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where it was a little bit more hijinks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> although it was really, it was funny and scary because I don't know if you guys heard about this when we were up on the hill and the fight scene with Nat oh, ensues. Yeah. Oh. yeah, so, you know, we sort of have this moment and the director is walking us through it and then he goes to Boris who plays my muscle and he's like, so then you're going to grab Nat and you're going to throw him and then this is going to happen. And so... We do the scene, and Nat has my foot, and we're struggling, and then I get thrown, and, you know, the stunt guy catches me when I fall to the side, and then Boris is just standing back there, and he comes barreling up the hill, and he's a big dude. He comes barreling up the hill, and he grabs Nat, and he threw him down the hill. Oh, no. And I just... (laughs) I think Boris used to play in the NFL. I think so. I I would not be surprised. Oh, dear. So, yeah. He took it very literally. He did take the direction very... Like, like, Nat just flew over the mat he was supposed to fall on and, like, perfectly tumbled and rolled down the wheat field hill. And thank goodness he just got up and was hysterically laughing. But all of us were there and we're like... Oh my gosh! What what did we just see? Did we just <laughs> find that <laughs> man? We just <laughs> Boris killed Nat. Oh no, Daisy! I feel like Nat is so accustomed to the ridiculous shenanigans uh, on his set care. that he's probably one of the best people who could have been <laughs> accidentally fun. bodily thrown down just a hill. Right. Him. He'll manage. <laughs> Hashtag Z Nation stunts. <laughs> I don't know. Hashtag we don't care about Nat. <laughs> oh no! Just send him out on the Speak river. Speak for yourself. <laughs> but I mean, he was so sweet, and I felt so bad when it happened but we're all it was just it was amazing to see like he really just flew. I think I have it I think I have it in slow motion I have it in slow motion <laughs> I think you sent it to I me I think I did it's send it to you I have it in slow motion and it's so scary because you it's see Boris standing there yeah. and it's terrifying and then when he barrels up the slow motion is scarier because it's like yeah. <laughs> now I think I, I when when he saw Nat sail over the mat yeah, not only you see his face and he's like <gasps> this look of pure terror and then he literally gets lifted up and thrown and then finally because he's so tall then his feet finally go through the frame and you're just like oh wow there he goes (laughs) now when 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 Boris threw him over the mat did he break character and went oh no well for a second he was like well you, you told me to throw him, and we're all just like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I did what you said. <laughs> I'm a literal. 
and I did a thing, and no one died. <laughs> We're okay. <laughs> talking about 10K, I feel like 10K had some really stellar moments. Oh, oh yeah, he did. The dog 10K stuff was so good. It's oh, always wonderful. It's just those the best. Mm-hmm. best. They had a fantastic. Their dynamic in this episode was just super charming. Uh, I think probably the the moonshine was a really great <laughs> bit. Uh, like, because we see that it literally has the power to turn Doc into a cartoon character right. when it gets introduced, and then he just chugs the entire thing in one go. And see, I had a moment <laughs> where if you're a Parks and Rec fan, <laughs> he just sees guzzling it. I'm like, oh, he's like Rob Swanson, and then he immediately vomits, and he's like, he's not like he's not Rob Swanson. I mean, lives in the woods, probably makes a lot of his own stuff, only uses the internet to buy guns. Oh no, Rob Swanson. I wanted him to turn into a cartoon when he did that. Like, he drinks it, I'm like, Woo, yeah, I didn't like, know yeah, if like what was gonna happen when he was drinking that. I was like, is he gonna have the smoke, smoke. or is his head gonna turn? bright red like what is gonna happen with like a thermometer yeah (laughs) i just i love doc's russell russell is just amazing but just the look of concern to disappointment that all the moonshine was on that fast it was such a subtle face change but it was so beautiful i mean using it as disinfectant was smart but maybe don't give him the whole jar afterwards right more like he grabbed the jar and well, yeah, it was, just, it was sad. Well, people in chat were talking earlier about how this is not the first time that 10K has done this. <laughs> so <laughs> you'd think he'd learn. But uh, then we we get after that we get treated to a moment where 10K may or may not still be drunk, where they just stroll out looking like cowboys, right? And. It was. It, it's probably my favorite moment of the episode. Uh, it made me laugh out loud, and it just filled my heart with light. I was going to say it just warmed you right here, right <laughs> in the center bit. You just felt it. It warmed oh. my heart. It was. It was challenging not to laugh watching them just being so ridiculous. And every time they did it, it was something different and absurd and very entertaining. I'm like, oh, no, wait, I have to be Focus. annoyed at this. <laughs> Lock it do up. You, Lock it up. Do you remember any of the things they did that wound up on the cutting room floor? Any of the other takes? I'm trying to remember. I think they sang. Yeah, like, they came out doing like little they movements. They do different dances. They, they would sing. Like Rusty would come up ropes. with different like you know one liners. Yeah, his one liners were uh, different every time. I need the blooper reel for this. Oh my god. Yeah, it would be it would be it would be worth. I feel like there needs watch. to be a whole season of bloopers. I was actually gonna yeah. say I would really is. love a blooper reel of the whole. Yeah, show. I feel like that so many things qual- happen. Every, well, I'm a little biased. I feel like this season is good. But I would take long. the whole show 100%, too. percent, <laughs> dude. A whole season of oh boy, that's not all I'm supposed to get. <laughs> Speaking of, what was your guys' favorite behind-the-scenes moment from film from working on this episode? I kind of feel like throwing Nat down a hill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once he stopped being terrifying, it was yeah. funny. <laughs> Once he bounced back up. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty amazing you, to watch. You can't top that. I mean, Lydia's discomfort. <laughs> yeah, that was a big one. That, that was, brought me <laughs> joy. No, I didn't. But no, that was that was definitely pretty wild. Um, for me, what was actually really cute was, uh, I think it was your first scene. It was definitely your first day, and it's where... Um, ben, finish showing Warren and George mm. and myself the 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 grain the grain like stuff like inside, 
and it was the first time any of any yeah, one was, was very together, first, right? Very first and I was just like, okay, let's see how this goes. Cause like, I know Kalita, I know Katie, I know Ben, and within seconds, they're all just flirting and, <laughs> and, and cracking jokes. I just know everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, just pretty immediately fun. started messing with each other. Just immediately, like hey, nice the sarcasm. Just with just, each other. yeah, like, and I was like, this is gonna be fun because like Kalito really plays, and like I knew that Ben was gonna like be here next, and you know, because I know like coming into any established show you're always like alright what's going on like wh- who is what what's happening what's the tension of the day do I, I'll be quiet I'll be this whatever and I was like nah you can just have some fun and I, I think it was really fun and I just yeah, we was had like a blast. look at my proud of him <laughs> well and we really I mean like we I, we became friends already I knew Anastasia but like yeah. I hang out with Katie all the time and we all went up to uh, what was the lake oh my goodness Something, uh, some body of water in Washington. <laughs> it's called it's just, something. It's, it's called something. Washington. There's a, a lake. A with lake. Water. I know the lake, what you mm-hmm. guys are talking uh, about. I can't remember what it's I called. I know, right? We all, we all and you can chat. Help you us can, out. You can yeah. make up a name for the lake. On the uh, weekend. I think that's how that works. If you don't remember what it's called, you can just make up a name and that's it forever. <laughs> that's why lake. we have so many like lakes and mountain ranges and whatnot that have names that just mean lake and mountain range and whatnot in whatever Native American language was in the area. We lake have so many lake lakes. So we were at Lake New America. <laughs> lake New America. Glad to hear it was a good time. <laughs> it's always nice when you hit it off on set. For sure. For um, sure. But kind of going in the opposite direction of that, there's still some contention between Addie and George. <clears throat> there they don't see eye to eye. George still has even after Dante's eye death. To eye. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I did not mean it that way. <laughs> Thanks. That's all I can see with. Sorry, it's, just, it's still a sore spot. I apologize. It's missing a little bit of a uh, depth. This is why you keep me. Um, but but there's still some contention between the yeah. two of them because George, even after Dante's death, has this very idealistic version in her head of what the world could be. Addie's seen some shit. Yeah. So doesn't necessarily have that same worldview. Yep. There's tension. <laughs> I will just say that. I, I feel like it's when you have a cat and then you bring home another cat and you have to socialize them. That's what I'm watching. Is yeah. this sometimes they get along and then sometimes it's this horrifyingly territorial we don't know why they're fighting, but they're fighting again. Please stop. <laughs> There is enough mom to go around. I do want to ask, though, is because a lot of it seems to be that Addie doesn't feel like people as a whole can be trusted. I was, and I kind of want to dig into that a little bit. Does Addie still view herself as human? Because she doesn't necessarily look at the talkers as sort of being her people, but she doesn't look at humanity as necessarily being what she's a part of anymore either. So, how does Addie view herself? Do you love anyone is your heart? <laughs> <laughs> just molten black lava inside, except for when Finn's around. You know, you know, thanks for bringing me back to life. <laughs> uh, well, you have to consider, you know, this character's journey, because <laughs> at the top of the show, right, her whole thing is like, 
Well, Mur- <laughs> you know, Max, like, Murphy's really sketchy. She's like, yeah, but at least it's something, right? Like, this was the lady that no matter what, like, okay, the Murphy mission's on. No, next day. Okay, he said the daughter. Okay, let's do the look. We got the Lucy bit. Okay, we'll do the Lucy bit. Like, whatever. Like, she is always fighting for just something. So I think losing Lucy, I just really played as, like, this is the thing that broke her, you know, that really broke her. And then there's there's some debate, right, even I, I within myself, of trying to figure out um, what she technically is because, you know, Lucy bit her as they went off the cliff to save her. So then by hashtags nation science, <laughs> that would make me a Murphy-esque Lucy-based blend. Um, <laughs> the one and only. The one and only. <laughs> very, very okay. Um, and but then we're kind of playing with, you know, when she died, maybe, like, that's why my hair was different, because I was, like, being affected by her stuff as well, much like Warren at Zona and whatever, and then when these sources of our mutation, maybe when they're gone, maybe their power wears off, that kind of thing, so... um don't yeah don't know how she technically ident I don't actually know what the science would be of what she physically is because like 10k stopped being Murphy esque or Zona esque after they stopped juicing him so but then he did bite him you see it's very complicated <laughs> but, but they I, also had to turn 10k off and on they, again right, <laughs> right. They, they literally just turn him on and off that's right <laughs> <laughs> we like to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious if Addy had, like, if you had bitten him, like, would that have sort of saved him in a way or done something? That's a great point, too. Yeah. Has Addy bitten anyone? Mm -mm. No, we've never established that I have any. very disappointed. Yeah, we we stopped with the biting. Um, (laughs) I guess, yeah, we haven't bit anybody since, like, what, three, four? Yeah. 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 Just mm-hmm. got shot instead. And the, and yeah, just got shot. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, if you're lying, they're dying, and so concerned. Like, couldn't? Could, yeah, I mean, I'm not the writer, but couldn't you have been like, well, let me at least give you this. some juice. But I don't but know. Then, like, the... But then, what's the difference between biting and just like spitting on him? Because we've swapped. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should explore this for a bit. My takeaway from this is, what's the difference between biting and spitting on him? And all I can think of is, well, it depends on what you're into. And you also, we might need that on a shirt. I feel yeah. like that's up to them. That's, that's, that's more their business. Yeah. yeah. I will say that I laughed at the introduction because it went from, okay, it's this, to, okay, it's a scenario, mm-hmm. to... You've been shot. Why didn't you lead with that? <laughs> right? Well, you know what? That's what, I mean. what did you guys think it was? What, what What did you think was happening? Did you assume that that's kind of what it was going to be? I was along for the journey. Uh-huh. Just like, okay, this is, oh, this one's, okay, there's role play. You've been shot. Like, that's the point where it becomes, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why didn't you, you lead with that? That's not a big deal. I'm fine. <laughs> Commitment you literally to literally died. <laughs> I, I figured fine. you had met him before, just on how you reacted to him in the closet. Because if it was a stranger, you would have probably been a little more aggressive and, and brought them out to the party. That wasn't to aggressive. The- <laughs> <laughs> that was playful. Oh, God, she knew me. <laughs> my, my guess was that he had been somebody who had stabbed her in the back at some point over the last... Since the last time we saw Addie. Kind um, of. Because in the he's heart. Like, yeah. <laughs> she seemed to take it that way because she's like, you stood me up. 
It's just like I thought that was really cute that we got to do it because it was sort of you know that's like kind of the second time that we've gotten to do that bit because in season one the Mac and Addy going up the staircase um, at the oil factory it's supposed to be like like a lover you know lovers court whatever just like talking about well no you take out the recycling whatever meanwhile like killing zombies so here it's like. You set me up. Well, it's zombies. You know what I mean? Just, Which I think is a legitimate shit, excuse that for really anything. Really is. Mm-hmm. And now you can zombies. Sorry. Zombies. Now, do Pandora and Estes sort of get into those lovers' quarrels at any point, or is it always Pandora's way? Does she just lick it, his ear to calm him down? Or? <laughs> I think they have a very Venus and Fur type situation. Yes, we have a very twisted relationship. Um... <laughs> I sort of see myself as his queen. I'm going to be ruling this new America type of place with him. Um, but but yes, I think everyone's going to be having it out as the season progresses and we get closer to the end. I think a lot of truths are going to be revealed of things that we've already seen happen. Reality is really, and Pandora is just going to come slap everybody in the face <laughs> with a really hard dose of it. Um, and it's it's going to be it's going to be good. Everyone's going to really have it out. I think what I'm excited for is because we're we're getting bits and pieces of like seeing the components of her scheme of like systematically dismantling Numerica. Yes. And I'm really excited, like getting to see that all come together. Yes. And how Pandora has kind of been trailing all the heroes. And it's almost like this game of cat and mouse where she keeps trying to follow them and she keeps trying to take them out every episode. And yet somehow these people and she's just getting more and more pissed (laughs) off because they just won't. Die. <laughs> Does she wear disguises every every new location they go to? Does she change wardrobes a little bit? Uh, a little bit. I mean, this was the only time that you like sort of you've seen hints of her, and she's definitely been present in every episode. Um, <gasps> Ooh. And so she has she has been doing things. There's her actions have been present in every episode. She's been doing stuff the entire time. She has been trailing these heroes. She has been doing a lot of damage, so to speak. We'll just throw that out there. And it's all going to come to a head. And she's just going to continually getting more and more angry. So she's just like, dance, puppets, dance, literally Pretty everywhere much. they go. I mean, eventually she's going to be done with the chess game because it's not working and she's just going to flip the table. Well, we are running short on time, so I'm going to swing into real quick rapid fire predictions mm. for the next episode. And now, <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> What's happening? You guys, you guys work on your poker face while we make quick rapid fire predictions as to what we think is happening next. Michelle, where do you think we're heading? I mean, we're going on a spirit journey. We know this. It's happening. <laughs> I, I But we were nowhere near the Grand Canyon. Like maybe ten K will get healed, but I feel like he deserves to become a talker because he put a rusty tin can on an open flesh wound. Oh, <laughs> salty towards brutal. <laughs> He's a survivalist. Hasn't he been through enough? <laughs> He's a survivalist, and he had it wrapped in a bandana, and now he just put a rusty tin can with a hook on it. You'd think he'd know a little better. <laughs> He's the epitome of the... Have you seen There I Fixed It? No. It's a website where basically it's photos of hilariously terrible fixes. Like, oh, do you have a seat missing from your car? Duct tape a lawn chair in there. <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like 10K is kind of the human embodiment of thereifixedit.com. At the moment, sure. I mean, no, he does that a lot. 
But the dude was wearing soles of shoes as shoulder pads a couple seasons ago. <laughs> he like he's resourceful. Yeah. Yes, Katie. Spirit, spirit journey predictions, Katie. <laughs> Hard same. Just we're, we're we're wandering back into it's not Native American territory here. It is First Nations territory here, and Z Nation always gets a little fun when we do that. So um, we're gonna have a doc heavy episode, and we will see if he actually manages to walk out of this one alive because he sure did get shot. I sure hope we get another uh, episode of Doc story, doing story time. Because that yeah. was such a delight. <laughs> um, it looks like he's puppeteering, though. Ooh. That should be fun. That'll be interesting. <laughs> well, guys, do you have any other final thoughts on uh, this week's episode before we wrap it on up for the evening? Uh, I was just thinking about uh, all the different scenes we did and also just how great David Lee was who played Charlie. Oh, he was just so amazing. amazing. And I'd be remiss if wonderful. I didn't say because like so That's I great. Uh, yeah. he was just he was so good and he was so in it and so committed, just such a nice guy. And like when we went to do the scene where I mercy him, uh, we like do the rehearsal and he was so in it and I just got all choked up and I was like, Oh, we're like acting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, do like this really sweet, powerful so okay, got it, David. Uh, and he was just so great and he made it so easy. This, that's actually a really great point. Two notes on him is a lot of great people, Katie O'Brien included, oh. do phenomenal one-tier work. They do great she tier did, work. In that, in that every scene, time, she every just, time. she'll just give you the one. To, to, I can't do it. I don't Unreal. know who teaches it. I don't I know what you got to do in L.A. Like, she, beautiful tier work. He was doing drool work. Which <laughs> he I, was. No one's ever, and I don't know if a camera caught it, but when he, when they were like eating out of his brain, he just had the one stream of drool yes. going. Oh. I'm going, you're doing drool work. Like, this is exceptional. Um, <laughs> and during that first, it actually doing every single rehearsal or run of it, they would cut. I turn around, the boom guy was going. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just not a dry. We all just went. Oh, my not a dry eye in the barn. Oh mm-hmm. my god, he killed it every time. Yeah, every time. So good. Watch out for that one. Kudos to him too, because yeah. as you mentioned, coming into a, a, an established show where mm-hmm. you know the cast is really oh, tight knit, yeah. it can be very difficult to get your your character and your scenes to sort of stand out. And yeah, Charlie mocked it out of the park. <laughs> oh. And poor Sriracha on his head. <laughs> Which was pretty oh, phenomenal. It's, it's, very, it's, it's quite the feat to both make people cry because we're like <laughs> sad so that we miss you and, and pour yeah. Sriracha on your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Z Nation. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, yep. that just about does it for us. Uh, where can people go if they want to find you? Look, go, we'll go ahead and start with Lily. Social Lydia. media. Uh, yeah, social media. Um, at Lydia Hurst on Instagram and Twitter. Do you guys have any upcoming projects that you want to plug? Uh, I, I have a couple in a few weeks. I have a film coming out with Nicolas Cage. I play his wife. It's called Between Worlds. Yes. And then, awesome. Uh, in 2019, The Haunting of Sharon Tate, where Hillary Duff <gasps> plays Sharon Tate, and I'm her best friend, Abigail Folger. And I just wrapped a really beautiful, heartwarming, but also heartbreaking story, Grace and Grit. Ooh, congratulations! Awesome. That's yeah, incredible. Awesome. Good job. Uh, I'm at Ben Whitehair on Instagram and all social media. My website benwhitehair.com. I am easy to stalk. <laughs> Annie Awesome, A N N Y Awesome on the internet. Watch more Z Nation. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. I like that. I hope we get to see Finn and Addie come back sometime soon. Um, Michelle, where can people go if they want to find you? You can find me on Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen. 
I'm Katie Cullen. You can follow me all over the social medias as well as on YouTube and Twitch at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on an Overwatch podcast on The Point. And I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Thank you guys so, so much for watching, and we will see you all next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 